That's right. We're riding with the King. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you. Howard Eskin with us. Sponsored by Xfinity Mobile. Xfinity Mobile, the sponsor of WIP's Xfinity Mobile Lounge. A different kind of network designed to save you money. Howard, how are we doing today? Couldn't be better. Couldn't be better. One step away from the Super Bowl. Couldn't be better. Well, it, the Eagles couldn't be better right now, Howard, because that game on Saturday, I was saying to you before we came in, I mean, for two reasons. I, I can't think of a playoff game with the Eagles that was over that quickly. One, literally, it took less than three hours. But then just I mean, in terms yeah. of the game, Howard, the game was over in two possessions. It felt like they were they just were way better. And I know it was the same score as the title game against the Vikings. But remember, the Vikings scored first in that game. Like, that game had, was tense for about a quarter, a quarter and a half, two quarters. Then the Eagles just pulled away. This thing was over in the second quarter. Well, um, we talked about it last week. I just think the team that the Giants beat were a bad football yeah, team. Yeah, Minnesota was. And uh, to get all caught up in the Giants... I'm, <laughs> Why people did that? Oh, they're a hot team coming in. Oh, yeah, they're so hot they won three games the second half of the season. <laughs> That's how hot they were. It's it's a joke. Uh, people overreact in both ways. They overreact to losses mm-hmm. and they overreact to wins. The Giants are just the Giants. They're nothing special. I I don't think they can be special with the team they have because now they won't get – they won't get a high draft pick, right? Because uh, I don't think they have anybody any picks coming from anybody. Yeah, else. they're kind of stuck a little bit here. So, yep. so the Eagles and they were clearly the better team, and this game's going to be good. I just uh, I don't think the Eagles are a lock, but I think of the two teams, I think they're the better team, but it's it's a slight slightly better. Well, and the and the betting line would tell you that they're about a, a two two and a half point favorite. Last, yeah, last week I thought it was probably going to be two. Yeah, yeah it, it, it feels that way. Howard, I, I think they're the better team. I think they're going to find a way this week, but it's it's going to be close. Now, just to, to what we saw on Saturday, I mean that performance. I mean, we could point out a lot of different things, but I I go to the defense first. The defense on Saturday night. Wait a minute, the defense. Yeah, led by uh, that guy Jonathan Gannon. Oh, they were yeah. they were remarkable. That they, I mean. Look, Jones got better. He's not a terrible quarterback, but they made him look bad. Like, he yep. had no answers. He threw the pick. They shut down everything. I mean, that was... Saquon Barkley had one run. Yeah, and that, that was it, it. it didn't matter. It didn't um, matter. That was an amazing defensive effort. Howard, if you add together the regular season now to last to this past game, they now have 75 sacks this season. This is ridiculous what we're watching. I know. I, it, and the 49ers defense is good. Very good, yeah. This is the two best defenses. And they get a lot of credit, but the Eagles are really, really good with a coach that, you know, let me see, what were the complaints? He doesn't blitz Mm -hmm, enough. mm -hmm. Okay, he still gets sacked, so why do you need to blitz? Uh, He doesn't do this. He doesn't He doesn't adjust, doesn't doesn't play man, all this nonsense. That's all he's doing during the game, these morons. Even football players that call themselves analysts are morons too. Uh, it, it, this guy is a a good coach. I'm so glad that Nick Sirianni went off after the game on Saturday night because he's I mean, he's right. And, and I don't know if people will accept that, but he's right. This guy is really good. And I can see where people around the league say, what's going on there? Well, because the facts are, look at, look at where they're ranked in all these categories. They're first or second or third in, in almost everything this year. I mean, last year you could have said, I'm not sure about him. But he didn't have much talent to work with last year. They got him good players, and look what they've done. I mean, for as good as the offense was on on Saturday, the defense won the game. It, the, the Giants couldn't move the ball. I know it was it was 
it was laughable. It's laughable when people complain about coaches who are successful. You know, I'm trying to think of, do they have a, everybody has a bad game. Every team has a bad game. Not the, so, and then people just, they complain about him. How could you complain about a 14-3 and three team whose defense gives up less than 20 points a game? I, I don't get it. I don't either. It's it's because he doesn't play the style. But you know what? On on Saturday, he did a lot. They blitzed. Like, the one interception came off a blitz. Yeah. Gardner Johnson blitzed, and Jones threw it to uh, Pratbury. I mean, I, I don't understand the complaints, and their defense is one of the biggest reasons, Howard, why they're favored to go to the Super Bowl. If they didn't have this kind of defense, we know the offense is good. We'll talk about that. But their defense is a big reason why they're favored against the Niners on I, Sunday. I, and you, there, There's players that have done – a really good job. Hassan Reddick is just off the charts good. I think we have to say he's already one of the best free agent signings this franchise ever had. Uh, probably. Malcolm was a good one as a free agent well, signing. T.O. was T.O. is tech, technically a trade, but really right. a free agent. But he screwed it up because he went crazy. John Runyon was a good free agent signing. Yes. Yeah, I mean, they've had some good ones over the years. But, yeah. I mean, Reddick has been great. And no one saw that coming. I mean, it was like, oh, he's a, he's a pretty good player. He's better than pretty good. He has done a great job. Uh, Gardner Johnson was a good trade. Very good. I mean, we know how he's how he put together a great team I here. Know. He's, he's had his best year. He really, he's had his best year. He has. I mean, Robert Quinn wasn't good, but you're going to miss on somebody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, it it's it really is amazing how good this defense is, and I think a low scoring game favors the Eagles. Hmm. Because the Giants, or the Giants, the 49ers. 49ers, I don't think have the ability. I mean, Brock Purdy, he's been gifted with, and we talk about it, we've talked about it off the air, with short fields. I think they have the best uh, starting field position in the NFL since it took over. Yeah. If, if the Eagles do what they have been doing, I mean, Brock Purdy's done a, a hell of a job. But I think it, a, a low-scoring game favors the Eagles because the Eagles will find ways to score. And the 49ers have some good players. Don't, uh, well, they have some great players, yeah. I mean, yeah. Espe- especially on the offense around Purdy, between McCaffrey and Kittle and Debo and Ayuk, they've got tons of weapons. You know, Dallas Goddard is not as good as Kittle, but he's not that far below. No, he's close, yeah. yeah. I mean, that play, that first touchdown on, on Saturday, I mean, he just knocked that giant player over. Well, and he, the catch was great nice, catch. too. Yep, yeah, one-handed. So there's a lot of things that the, the Eagles did did well. Uh, but they're a good football team. And, boy, I, we go back a year, get rid of Shane Steichen, get rid of Nick Sirianni, and get rid of Jonathan Gannett. Look at where this team would be now. Well, and also all the discussion about the quarterback. I mean, half this, half this station wanted Russell Wilson here. Not me. Not me either, but half the state. I mean, I would say half our station probably wanted Russell Wilson. So, the, like, in a year we went from not sure about the coach, the coordinators, the quarterback, to Howard, they're hosting the NFC title game and they're favorites to win this game and get to a Super Bowl. It's, I know, it's, it, it is amazing. And the really offense on Saturday was, I mean, they could do whatever they want. The offensive line, how about Lane Johnson not only playing, but playing that well? Just, the guy's remarkable. I know, he's a, a tough guy and really, really good. Uh you know, and he limped off a little bit after the first series, but after that, it seemed fine. Yeah. Um, we won't know because the coaches never. And tomorrow, Nick Sariani speaks. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Tomorrow's right? Wednesday. Yeah. I, 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 I can't Losing track here? 
Well, the days, it's just, it, the game was on Saturday. So, I know. You know so no, it, you, does, it does change things. And then the whole week was screwed up last week in terms of the days, uh, the way they practice. But we won't find out anything. I was talking to one of the players afterwards. He says, you know, Lane Johnson after the game was fine. So Well, that's a big that's deal. That's a good sign. Now, sometimes the next day is, is more of the uh, teller, but the, the coaches don't say anything. So that's okay. I mean, all these people that want, well, they should tell us the truth. No, they don't have to tell you squat. Well, they don't want to. They want the other teams to not know what's going on yeah, around here because that, right. that helps. All right, 215-592-9494. Howard, a couple uh, other players wonder what you you know you, you heard on. What's uh, what's going on with A.J. Brown? That was a little weird late in the game. He, he seemed upset, well, obviously upset. And then he's been upset before. Yeah, I've seen it on the side. Okay, he's been, but that's. Uh, but was is Nick, he banged up, upset, or the ball didn't come to him enough, upset? Uh, probably more of the ball not coming. Okay, well that's okay. I that I'm not worried about that. Yeah, but guys feel it, and then they're fine after that. Uh, feel, you know, uh, this hurts in my leg or that. No, I I just he didn't go to the medical tent. I didn't. Now I could have missed it. I didn't see – I mean, the trainers, a lot of times, if a guy limps off, they'll come over, and the guy will wave him off and said, oh, I'm fine. And so I didn't see any activity mm-hmm. with the trainers working on him. He's probably upset, but that's okay uh, because he doesn't let it – and he'll probably speak tomorrow when the locker room's open. And he doesn't let it fester where Stefan Diggs – Well, he yeah, he went wild on the sideline there. And he still hasn't – you know. Hasn't gotten away from being mad. No, he was, went to social media, continued there. I mean, he was screaming at Josh Allen on the sideline. On, well, like, on he Sunday. was open for one play. And yeah, they, they, and Allen missed him, yeah. Yeah, okay, but Allen, without Allen, they're not, they weren't where they were. Well, anymore. obviously, yeah, they, they need him. But, uh, okay, I, I'm— But A.J. Brown's not like That's that. good. Yeah. I, I'm not worried. He'll be ready for this game if he, as yeah. long as he's healthy. And M- My observation, and again, I can't guarantee that. It was just my observation during the game. The other one, and it seems, Howard, that it came all good. I mean, Jalen Hurts played— he played well, and he got through the game okay. It's like we haven't heard anything that that shoulder got worse. And he did run a few times. And he took – there was one where he took contact, and I thought that was a sign that he was feeling okay. He was fine. I mean, I know that – this guy, boy, this guy in Philadelphia. Well, it I'm fell last I'm surprised there's even a sky left as Well, we had to push falling. it back up. It fell so oh, far down. Oh, my gosh. Get over it. Stop. And then what moron on this station – Well, we have a lot of them, so. Okay. On this station, uh, the the leader, WIP, ran a soundbite from that dope Diana Rossini, who is a stone cold dope. Oh, so that this is the one a couple weeks ago where they said they were it was was, last week. They were she, fear. On Monday, fear. Monday, she said fear in Philadelphia. Apparently, they ran a soundbite, and I didn't hear the soundbite. On Friday, that he had a tender shoulder, mm. and it, wait a minute. It's a soundbite from Monday. That's bad enough. She has no clue. Nobody's given her whether he's got it. <laughs> I mean, not given her squata. And then some moron on this station runs that soundbite. I'll leave that person. Well, here's the me. good news. Morons or not. The good news is he played. He played well. And, and he got fine. through. And, and he's, he's fine. fine. Yeah, he's fine. Do we think we're all good this week? Full practice like normal for Jalen? Yeah, I don't see. Yeah, I'm just. Well, you see, tomorrow is 
And this is what they've been doing now for weeks. Rest. It's tomorrow's kind of a walkthrough. Well, that's good. Well, they rest players. They won't rest a quarterback because he won't allow yeah. them to rest him. But but it's basically a walkthrough. Well, whatever and then they've Thursday's done. Thursday's the big practice. Well, you remember in the summertime, all the yelling and screaming about Sirianni and the short practices and giving guys rest. Oh yeah, that was another thing. Craney Kip. When they only went 57 minutes. Oh my God! They have 21 of 22 starters healthy right now on January 24th, and, and when Maddox gets back, we can talk about that next, Howard. They could have every starter in the Super Bowl. That is remarkable. I mean, like they, the coaches got to get some credit for that. The organization has to. They kept yeah. these guys healthy all year. Some, yeah, I, some of it's luck. You know, but I'm sure the trainers have a, yeah. a little to do with it. And some the is luck too. Have a lot of a little, and some is luck, but. Yeah, he had a 57-minute practice. I'll never forget this. 57 minutes, and I'm telling you, it was outrage. I was on vacation that week, but I kept getting messages about how everyone was screaming on this radio station. Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, come on. They had to get ready for a season, Howard. we we got to practice in the summer. Whatever it worked, right? They're in the (laughs) NFC title game. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Um, All right, 215-592-9494. What's your first thought here on the Niners? They're a good team. Really good. good I think they're by far the two best in the NFC. By here, far. Here's another. Yo, these are the two best teams. By far. But it seems like Kyle Shanahan kind of plays conservative because he doesn't want Brock Purdy to put him, you know, he doesn't want to put Brock Purdy at risk. Well, wouldn't you? He's just... Yeah, but I don't think you can play conservative against the Eagles and keep the score down because the Eagles will score. The Eagles are going to get into the 20s. I mean, they're not going to be Dallas. I, I agree. That this game feels like if the Eagles can get to 24, they win. 24 is the number in my head. 24 is, a, yeah, it would be a good number. Uh, I would think it would be a good number. They might win at 23 or 21, but that's tougher. To, to Yeah, 24 is the number I got in my head. Yeah, I, that's a good number. I would, you know, and I'm thinking mid-20s, they have the game locked up. I don't think, I don't know that the other team gets over 20 because that's what the Eagles' history has been. Is, and they have, again, some good players. Mm-hmm. They got to find a way, and I think Jonathan Gannon. And it's hard. It's hard to find a way to affect Purdy because they have so many other things going on protecting him. Right. So you got to be careful what you do. You can't leave yourself exposed. I know. You know there'll be people. Well, you got to blitz him because he's a young quarterback. That's eh, not the way it works. <laughs> but, well, you blitz him, you leave Debo Samuel open, and all of a sudden he's yeah, gone. It's a touchdown. Yeah. And Kittle, whenever you blitz and Kittle, the tight end, as we've seen with the Eagles, tight end is just always an option. So you you, you do have to be careful. The other side, scoring against them? Just don't turn the ball over. I th- yeah. And I think they could be had down the field. CeeDee Lamb had over 100 yards. Metcalf had over 100 yards. I think A.J. Brown can get them. I think they can make some plays down the field. Deep shots. Yeah, um, A.J. Brown and Devontae, and Devontae Smith. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to be super efficient, but I could see Jalen hitting a couple down the field. That might change the whole game. I, I could see that. And I think Hurts' legs, Howard, are going to be a part of this game. I don't know if the Eagles are going to be able yeah, to run it as much just with the backs. They're, was, they're the number one rush defense. Hurts' legs might be the X factor. I was talking, to, uh, I'll say, somebody from the West Coast who is close to players mm-hmm. and – watches a team and I didn't I didn't realize this but it's his observation not mine that against running quarterbacks they're not as they're not as good so Mariota had a big day against them in October so and did Kyler Murray didn't he? and last year 
Hurts had 80 yards against them. Remember, they played, played here last year, yeah, early right. in the season. Yep. Different teams. It was a long yeah, time it was ago. Different but yeah. still, the same kind of scheme, coaches. Yeah, but they're not as good against, again, that was not my observation. Somebody that's close to players and football was their observation. I think Hurts runs more this week. It feels like a game he could rack up some yeah. yards. Let's yeah, go to the phones so. here. Jen is up on WIP. Hey, Jen. Hey, guys. How are you? Good, Jen. What's up? How are you? Oh, my gosh. Howard, I moved here in 2020 from Pittsburgh. And I thought you were the meanest person in the world. And now I really like you. You won her over, Howard. <laughs> hey, listen, you know what? Love is a wonderful thing, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. You know, um, and I, I, why did you think I was mean? Because, because I was were. opinionated? <laughs> no. Because I didn't no, like I the guess... Stillers? Exactly. <laughs> Maybe that was it. Oh, there Probably. we go. Probably because I disagreed with you. Yeah, the Stillers. <laughs> so, um, no, I think... And the whole Nick Sirianni, like the Sirianni, however you say his name. That's all right. I think now everyone, like the whole Pittsburgh media is saying he's cocky. I'm like, I don't think so. I think he's quirky, and I think he's, he was weird. It took a while for us to kind of. He's confident. He's quirky. I would say he's quirky. He's different. He's but energetic. He's different. He does have personality, yeah. Um, he's not I Mike Tom. Never. He's not Mike Tom. Never. Well, Tom one's a good coach. No. Good coach. But I would yeah. never say he's cocky. I don't think Mike, I mean, I don't think Nick Sirianni comes across as cocky at all. I think he was cringy at first. And now, like, he's, he's good. like you kind of learn to like him. Like his, players like his, I don't know if his cockiness, his confidence. I'll call it confidence, not cockiness. And that's. I wouldn't. That, I agree. Yeah, and that's what the players like because they. You can't show, uh, and I'm not going to name which coach, but there was a coach that was scared to death in a big game. Hmm. And I mm-hmm. could see it at a news conference during the week. I said, oh, my gosh, he's scared. And I think the players recognize that. I don't want to say who it is because he's a really good coach. Yeah, I think they, uh, they, players feed off of that, the energy, right. negative energy. And they feed off of Nick Sirianni's confidence. And that's, a good, and that's why they respect him, and that's why they like him. And it's hard to get both. From a player, I mean, it's oh hard. my god, it's hard to get both. Both. It's hard things. in life, absolutely. Well, How do you get you someone me, to like you? Not with you and me, though. <laughs> that just took Not a couple now. years. Yeah, two or three years. <laughs> Jen, we appreciate the phone calls. You won. You won, Jen. Over. Um, Sirianni's definitely a unique kind of personality as a coach. Very energetic. Very exuberant. Yep. And, and Howard, it's interesting because he rubs some people the wrong way. Let, let's play this. A- Andrew Filipponi, Howard, did you hear this? The Pittsburgh radio host that she was referencing? No. He was so annoyed at Sirianni from what the, you know, because you saw the, the the video the other night when he's he's nodding his head to the camera and then he's wearing the, the chain in the locker room after the game. He, he was he was so mad. Here it is, uh, Andrew Filipponi out in Pittsburgh on our uh, sister station, 93.7. You know what really pissed me off? This is going to like, you're going to be shocked by this. Sirianni, don't look at the camera like that, you damn goof. I want I want them now. Like, he's making this face like, you like that? Like, one of those deals? Like, try to stop this. You're playing the Giants, okay? Like, make that face after a quarter against the 49ers or the Chiefs. You want to impress me? Do it against them. Pick on somebody your own size kind of deal. You know okay. what I mean? Don't blow like after 15 minutes against the Damn Giants, dude. <laughs> Nick Saban wouldn't do that against damn Vanderbilt. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that really annoyed me. 
Howard, your reaction? I mean, that's that's a little over the guy is, and you can quote me. Here we go. Quote him. The guy is an absolute stone cold dope. That that Andrew Filipponi. Andrew Filipponi. What is he on a podcast? Is that why he can't? Well, I think that was a podcast, but he also hosts in uh, in Pittsburgh. Okay, so here, what does he know? He is clueless. First of all, we know in the business, and I, I'm also in the television business. You can get a shot, but it doesn't always represent the total. Of course, yeah, the total expression. So. After some play, he was probably shaking his head, and that became a mime or gif or whatever you want to call <laughs> yes, it, it in today's world. Oh, it's social, out there, yeah. And social media blows it up. But that's not what he's doing. I mean, I watch him all the time on the sidelines. It's obvious that this guy doesn't have the first clue about football. Not the first clue. I would and, say Sirianni's more emotional than most coaches and when to compare Nick Saban playing Vanderbilt the Giants aren't Vanderbilt also this was a playoff game I know I mean we may have we may have scoffed at the Giants but this was a division around playoff game yes and to bring put Vanderbilt into that text and Nick Saban into that, give me he, the only time I would you worry what? about I'd this like I'd like to look at this guy face to face and say you are a stone cold dope well this is the closest thing we get it on the radio he'll hear it he'll hear this so the only time i would worry about this howard is if i felt the eagles weren't focused but they're always focused yes they're always and the, the players are i mean it's like a laser focus they don't blink no. they don't even celebrate it's even feel like they celebrate the win on saturday they're like well we got the next game next week you know i don't think players for the most part i'll say over 50 percent enjoy the meetings the team meetings they have with the coach and in some meetings, the players are sleeping. They're yeah. not paying attention. Not not most of his meetings. Well, that's good. He has their he, ear. Because he does things to get their attention. Yeah, he has their ear, which which is, is really and it's important. And it's not phony. When he says things, it's not a coach trying to be somebody Well, the players not. will run him out if he's phony. Yes. They, they won't buy it. Our 215-592-9494. It's how you hop in. We'll come back. we got a couple of things to react to here. We'll talk about the other game, which obviously affects the Eagles at a potential way, Super Bowl. Yeah, Scott Rowland. And we'll react. Yeah, Scott yeah. Rowland will tell you the full Hall of Fame voting, but Scott Rowland is in. So we'll react to that as well. Coming up on Sports Radio 94 WIP. There goes Santiago. Long drive. Left field. Back goes Hollinsworth. Home run Scott Rowland. His first major league home run, a no doubt about it, shot to deep left center. Phillies lead it two to nothing on Rollins round tripper. Welcome back, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you, right with the King, sponsored by Xfinity Mobile. Xfinity Mobile, the sponsor of WIP's Xfinity Mobile Lounge, a different kind of network designed to save you money. Howard, the call there, Scott Rollins' first home run. First of what? Nearly 300 of those home runs? 296. Yeah, and that's good enough for the Hall of Fame. Okay, Scott well, Rowland. Dale Murphy has close to five, what, close to 400. Uh, so yeah, he's he got did. 200. A couple MVPs in there yeah, for Dale he's, Murphy. He's got like 100 and some more home runs. And he's but made. Dale Murphy's not a Hall of Famer. I know. And Scott and he Rowland was two-time is. MVP. There's only three players that have won the MVP. Twice. In, in consecutive years mm. and are not in the Hall of Fame. Who we have? Dale Murphy. Dale Murphy's won. I know Juan Gonzalez won too, but I don't know if it was consecutive years. He's not a Hall of Famer. Okay. Barry Bonds, for obvious reasons. Well, but he's, uh, okay, he's, he's well, okay. Roger Maris. Mm. 
was a Hall of Famer with Kansas City, and they traded him to the Yankees, and then he became, I mean, a, a, an MVP, and then they traded him, and, 61 and then runs. 61 home runs the yeah. next year. So those guys are not in, but Scott Rowland. So, so we got the results of the Hall of Fame voting today, which we knew was coming today. Uh, Scott Rowland gets in 76.3%. You need 75 for induction. He's the only member of this year's class. Scott Rowland. Howard, I believe he was a Hall of Famer. Do you? No. I think he's a very good player. Really good defensive first baseman. They said he was a third baseman. They said he was better than Mike Schmidt. These people just just shut up already. But you just because you're not better than the best doesn't mean you're not a Hall of no, Famer. No, no, but I'm just I mean, people got carried away yeah, with him. He was a great there. defensive player. You know, a quiet guy, but I'm not going to hold that against him. Uh, and he was better in St. Louis because it was not the same kind of media town. He didn't like media attention. Uh, and that's all right. There's, there's guys like that. And he was a very good player, but he had, what, 296 home runs, a lifetime 275. Actually, 316. 316 oh, home 316. runs. 316. 316. Okay. 316, and he hit, what, 275? 281, um, 364 on base, 490 slugging, 316 home runs, 1,287 runs batted in. 1,287 yep. runs. 2000, I mean, injuries are part of his story, right? He For a lot of years, he didn't play most games. I mean, he's, you know what? He's a nice player. He's not, a whole, in my opinion, he's not a Hall of Famer. So I disagree. The voters disagreed. He's in. Howard, I, I want to ask you this because I think it's, it's kind of interesting. You ever wonder what this team would have been like if he never wanted out? Because soon after that, they brought up the best first base they ever had. They brought up one of the best yeah. second basemen, and we'll get to Utley, but obviously the best second baseman we've ever seen here. Mm-hmm. And Howard Rollins came up. Rollins came up right around the time he left. Like, they could have had that infield together for about seven or eight years. It would have been amazing, because they never had a great third baseman with those other three yeah, guys. Yeah, there was a contract issue there. Yeah. And he just, but he, I, I don't think he really wanted to play here. He probably didn't. Yeah, because there was too much media attention. You know, I got along with him fine. Uh, so I, it's not, I got a text from some, I know the guy, dope, uh, said, well, he didn't like you. No, we had, <laughs> I talked to him all the time because I tried to find out why he just wasn't more friendly with the media and he just didn't care. Uh, he didn't, he says, yeah, you can get endorsements. Says, I don't want to hold up a bottle of Pepsi. Uh, you know, it just <laughs> wasn't and, his and, thing. No, he, he just didn't want to be that guy, but he was a good player, but I see. I think the Hall of Fame should be special, and I don't think Scott Rowland is a special player. He's a very good player, but he got to be special. It's like Harold Baines is in. There's he's better than Harold Baines. Though. Okay, yeah. Uh, Phil Rizzuto had fourteen hundred hits, but he, he was funny and he did Yankee baseball. He had <laughs> catchphrases. Holy yeah, cow! Yeah. Now, it just come on now. There's guys, players that shouldn't be in that are in. And baseball, it was really tough. It really had the special players. Now football's the only Hall of Fame where you have to be special to get into the Hall of Fame. And I, I, I'm disappointed in that. That's When I go, and I've been to the Hall of Fame probably 15, 20 times because I used to go up every year. Mm-hmm. And I went up before that. It's an e- it's kind of an easy drive. It's like four and a half hours. Yeah, it's a cool, it's, the whole town's cool. It's yeah, like you're oh, back in great. time almost. It's great, and that's exactly what it is. And you go in there, and when I went up with Schmidt before his induction, they took me <laughs> underneath in the basement. There's so much stuff there. Oh, uh, underneath the museum. Yeah, that's not even displayed. Well, because they, they only have, have so much room. room. Yeah. yeah, right. But, 
But you know, you would see something and say, Boy, that guy was great. 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 Scott Rowland. Man. Now one day a kid will say, Who's Scott Rowland? And you'll say, He was yeah. Hall of Famer. <laughs> so that's my point. But here's part of it I though. Special. I understand that. The third base position doesn't have many players in. Howard, I mean, I could say with a straight face, he's with top 15 third baseman ever. That, that got him in the Hall of Fame. His position got him in. I think he was in. Uh, I think he was a Hall of Famer and he deserved it. You think you wouldn't have put him in. So the rest of the ballot, Todd Helton just missed 72.2%. Helton just missed. And he's, what was that? There was, an, there, was a pro, there was an issue with him that because he played in course. Well, because the numbers get elevated there. So people look at his numbers and you're like, well, is he that good? Yeah, but, but, but people that go to the Hall of Fame just look at numbers. Well, I know, but then you look at his numbers away from course. I, I think Helton's in. I, I struggle with that back in the day. But now I, I'd vote him in. You know who uh, was third in the voting? Now, he didn't make it, obviously, but he said he's close, 68.1%. Billy Wagner. You know, uh, Billy was a funny guy. I like Billy Wagner. I don't know that he's a Hall of Famer, but he had some really good no, he numbers. Did. He did. He yeah. did. And he was probably the second best closer behind Rivera for a lot of those years. Yeah, his numbers are comparable to yeah. Rivera. His ERA, his lifetime ERA. He's very good. Yeah, Billy Wagner, if if you base it on Rivera, who obviously is a Hall of Famer, you base it on Rivera, he should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he was next in that. But era. He, and here's another issue I have because these writers are morons too. That I shouldn't say all of them. Some of them, some of them, they don't vote for guys, but they well, there's nobody that's going to go in next year, so we got to put somebody. And I'm sure they well, think it's a television like that. program. They didn't. I don't need an care about TV. I don't. Nobody watches that. It's too many hours. Nobody watches that. And I've been like I've been up there for those induction ceremonies, and now that they're in a big field, it was nice when you had it right behind the Hall of Fame. Mm. It was a smaller crowd, but whatever the case may be, you can't put somebody in because, well, then we won't have any Hall of Famers this year. So what? I I, That's un- not I understand the criteria. your point, but I think Roland deserved it. So, but I understand your point on that. All right, two more things, and, and then I, like I said, he was a very good player, and I got along with him fine, uh, but. Just, he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. He's not a Hall of Fame. But compared to other third basemen, I don't is. compare him to other third basemen. No, what do you mean you don't compare him to other players in well, position? I don't care. If you're not a Hall of Famer, I don't care what position But what playing. are we basing it on? The era, the position? Like, what makes you a Hall of Famer versus not? Your numbers. Your numbers. In and that, well, compare, in that sport. In it, that sport, it's numbers. It's not. That's what everybody, everybody just... But compared they, to other third basemen, his numbers are Hall of Fame worthy. They are. There's not many third basemen in the Hall of Fame. It's just a, it's a weird. Who position. are your third? Who are your third basemen? All right, I'll pull it up here. I I could you can make case. Yeah, Mike Schmidt. He's not well, even yeah, close. But to. Schmidt, Brett, George Brett. No, he's not close to Wade Brett Boggs. Either. They're all better than him. I yes, agree with you. Correct. Eddie Matthews better than him. Yes. After that, I'm telling you, there's not that many more third basemen. You're like, oh, he's definitely yeah, better. Yeah, but than so what? It's just, but he's he's not as good as those third right, basemen, so been, he shouldn't be in. Baseball's been being played for 125 years. If you're a top 15 player at that position, you're in. No. That's nope, the way it works. Yes. Not, not, All right. I should be a voter. And because I'm not a baseball writer, I'm not a voter. Just, which is, just which show is them your asin, tweets. asinine and ridiculous. Send by in the your baseball fame. tweets and you'll get a vote. All right, here. I knew the former president of the Hall of Fame. And if I would say if he was still the president, and actually I knew the last president of the Hall of Fame, who's not there anymore, uh, I would send him a letter and said, I need a vote you just want to suppress scott Rowland. that's the problem here. no i need a vote <laughs> okay i need a vote i've covered as much baseball as probably most of those guys I that still vote don't disagree i think they should change the voting system but anyway all right howard that's, um, another, that's another thing so i want to give you t- the percentage for two other ex-phillies tell me what you think but first 
he or what what number do you want? How, how do you want me to rank these guys? Is it just like what am I giving you? Home runs? What what do you want? What's the number you want to look at? War? That's your favorite stat, right? I I, I don't I, I don't even know what. Here the we stats go. Are. I he, just look at the basic numbers. All right, basic numbers. Home runs, batting average. You want to like know fielding percentage? Like Ozzy Smith. Well, I mean Roland's one of the great third basemen ever. Defensive. Okay, well, and that's that's fine, but he doesn't have the offensive numbers. Like Ozzy Smith doesn't have the offensive numbers, but he might be. Is he the best fielding shortstop ever? You can make that case, Okay, yeah. so he should be in. All right, home runs. Scott Rowland, 16th ever among third basemen. Among third Six, basemen? That's what he is! Where does he rank home runs among baseball players? But Right, but shortstops you know and what? second basemen don't playing, make as many home runs as You're not outfielders. standing at third base when they pitch to you. You're standing at the plate. Uh, I, I don't I care that he plays third but base, but the position matters. Well, but but here, but here's the. That's why re- Mike Piazza is a lock, right? Because he hit as a catcher. Most okay. catchers don't hit. Here's the reality: third baseman should be power. He's not a power hitter. Three sixteen. He was actually a line drive hitter. He was more of a line drive hitter. But he still runs. hit three sixteen. It's not. It's not a hundred. Three sixteen. But he played in an era where it started to become a little easier to hit home runs. All right. Here's the bottom line: War, your favorite stat. I know you're a war guy, right, Howard? Right. War. Yeah. Which is a joke of a stat. Well, you know, wins Tenth above. ever among third basemen. Tenth. It's pretty good. Yeah, but you're comparing them to other guys that aren't good enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> other guys that ex- ex-Phillies, here's what they got. Tell me if you think either of these guys have a chance one day. Bobby Abreu, Howard, 15.4%. Zero. Yeah, I'm with you. He's not a Hall of Famer. Yeah, okay, but you'll get... We just I know there's some Chuck. People. Chuck, oh, uh, I know, I know. Chuck is delusional. Uh, Bobby Abreu... And see, I'm not going to go just by numbers by Bobby Abreu. He's played with a lot of teams, and there's a reason he went to a lot of teams. He was not, he didn't want to be the guy. He didn't want to be up in the eighth or ninth inning with the winning or tying run on second base. That's not who he was. And that is part of, you got to look at something beyond the numbers. Mm. So Bobby Abreu, no, no, no. Jimmy Rollins, 12.9%. I don't think he's all of it. I think he's a very good player. He's I agree with you on player. Rollins. And yeah. part of it is because think about all the shortstops he played at the same time as. He played a lot of a lot of great ones, and he wasn't the best or close to it. I think there was three or four always better than him. So I, I would say no on him, Howard. Now, before we get back to the uh, the football conversation, are you ready for next year? The Chase Utley debate starts now. In. I and I put him in. Utley not, Hall of Famer. He's not a Hall of Famer. I think he is. Why? Among second basemen. I don't care. Yeah, but it, you have to. He didn't have enough... Good years. Well, so there there are players that get in Hall of Fames that have seven or eight great years, and they shouldn't be in. I mean, I, so what do you want? Only Sandy Koufax. Well, I'll wait, I, but he did it. Yeah, but Sandy Koufax was so. I, but we've seen Chase that. Chase Utley was not. First of all, he's an average at best defensive second base. Hall of Famer, not a Hall of Famer. He um, hit three hundred sometimes. What was his lifetime average? Two ninety. Lifetime average for Chase Utley was two seventy five. Oh, but they, but that's because the oh, end. He no, was the well, awesome that, player. So what? Okay, two seventy five. Home runs, two something, right? Two fifty nine. Uh, that's a big number for second baseman. I don't care. You have to. <laughs> Jeff Kent's more of a Hall of Famer oh, than stop. Jeff Kent's more of a Hall of Famer than Chase Utley. Jeff Kent was a butcher in the field. Chase Utley's no boy. He was a smart player. Well, how did that play made in the World Series? So how quickly okay, you forget? So, okay, so now, <laughs> Chase, you are the man. Okay, right. Harry. Okay, but Hall of I Famer. love you, Harry. But and he's a smart player. But that doesn't make him. He's not a Hall of Famer. He's a. He was a very good player for the Phillies. Not. Not. I think Hall he's going to get in. 
Well, it doesn't mean he's a Hall of Famer. Well, that, you is that the way it I works? It, is yeah. that the way it works? If you get in, you're all not a Hall of Famer. So what are you going to do? You're going to go there and, not, and close your eyes when you go near the plaque? I want to see special people in the Hall of Fame. All right, next year, Adrian Beltre. He will get in. He'll, yeah, because they they didn't find out that he cheated, but he was a hell of a player. great player. Yeah. Um, uh, least, uh, here's one for you next year, Joe Mauer. Catcher that hit 360. That, was, that doesn't happen very yeah, often. Did he have enough home runs? He only had 143. And he ended his career early because of the concussions. Yeah, yeah, but he was a great hitter for a few years. Yes, he great was. Great hitter. Yeah, yeah, I think he's interesting and so is Utley. All right, Howard. Utley's not a Hall of Famer. Stop. I think he is. Stop. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have to listen to the Phillies fans now for years. For what, oh, we got to get, get a bus to Canton. Is it 10 or 15 years? Do you want to get on the bus? We're going to take a bus to Canton for J- Jason Kelsey. Are you going to be there for that one? Oh, absolutely. And you want to come to Cooperstown when Utley gets in? No. You're not coming? No. We'll say, I'll save you a seat. No, because that's a, I want to see special people. Jason Kelsey's a special player. Uh, Utley was a special player. He's not, he was. He didn't have a long enough, he didn't have success long enough in his career. Most second basemen don't ever hit like that. For uh, one year. He did it for a handful. That matters. Now, he never won an MVP. He did not. Now, he would have the one year if he didn't get hurt. Broke his hand. He was the MVP of the league. I'm just saying. So, so was Carson Wentz. What does that mean? But okay, but he kept going as a good player. Wentz was done after that one good year. That's the difference. All right, Howard. I want, I want to take you down a trip down memory lane before our hour is over. Yeah, so, okay. I, I think it's interesting that we only have had ever one Eagles 49ers playoff game. It's just bizarre to me. These two teams have been generally good for a long time. You know, since the, obviously the Niners, the whole 80s, Eagles, you know, late 80s on. For, you know, that's in down years, but a lot of good years. That's the last 20 years. Only one playoff game. We'll take you back. Howard, here's how the intro sounded. Summer all in Madden, 1996, Eagles, uh-huh. Niners in the wild card round. Today, the San Francisco 49ers once again enter the playoffs, but this time as a wild card team. They now appear to be surging just in time. Their explosive leaders look to reestablish the dominance they possessed only a short time ago. The five-time Super Bowl champions commence this new season with restored confidence as the playoff drive begins. Philadelphia head coach Ray Rhodes makes his return to San Francisco. Ricky Waters also returns, aiming to sprint past his former team. The Eagles, the 1996 season, has had its ups and downs. But today is a new beginning. San Francisco is the setting as the second season awaits. Howard, what do you you remember? What do you remember from this game? Love the old Fox music there. I actually was probably there because I was working at Channel 29, and I'm sure I went out to to cover the game. I don't remember the game. <laughs> well, it, I think it's because the Eagles didn't score a point. They lost 14 nothing. Who was the quarterback for the Eagles? Well, Detmer started, and then Mark Rippon came in. Ty Detmer or Coy Detmer? I believe it was – was it Ty? I think it was Ty. And then Rippon – I was watching some of the highlights last time. Mark Rippon came in the game, who was, back, who was backing up at that point. Yeah, I remember. He had to be old at that point, Rippon, right? Because yeah. that, that's five or six years removed from the, what he did in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, right. Yeah, I just I don't remember the game. So they lost fourteen nothing. Detmer threw an, an inter- one or two interceptions in the end zone. Like they had a chance because they they held the Niners to fourteen points, and they broke Steve Young's rib in the game. He ran for a touchdown and he got hit hard. I forget who hit him, and he and then the next week the Niners lost to the uh, Packers because Young could, couldn't play because he was still hurt. Wow. 
I don't remember the game. I, and I, I usually remember a lot, but it was obviously not one of those games that are etched in your mind. 62 mile an hour winds. Maybe you blew away. That's why you don't remember it. <laughs> you were out of the stadium. Yeah. Was that at Keysar or Candlestick? This game, I believe, was at Candlestick Park. Yeah. yeah so there, Where it was always windy anyway. Yeah, right. It was always windy out there anyway. Uh, so uh, I just, I don't remember the game. I don't remember the game. Can can I digress here? For yeah. A second? What do you got more on uh, on being wrong about Utley? Uh, no, I'm okay. right about him. All right, we have two wannabe baseball geniuses. Okay, wannabes. First, I'll get to to Jack Fritz, mm-hmm. a wannabe genius. Well, Utley's his guy. I mean, that's the, the uh, uh, any, and, and it, so was who was that stiff that they traded to the Angels? Uh, who the Mickey Moniak? Yeah, I mean that, but that one went wrong. <laughs> Utley, <laughs> Utley was, went the, uh, that, was that went wrong. He was it was all over that. Utley was a great player. Okay, and probably had him in the Hall of Fame too. Utley, but he Utley. says Utley's better than Kelsey ever was. He said Kelsey only uh, <laughs> been good for the last six years, but Kelsey, but longevity in football is a factor. Uh, he's got second most consecutive games at that position. It's a brutal, brutal position. So Jack. Stick to baseball because you're clueless uh, in football and you might be clueless in baseball. Then we have one of our managers here. And I am going to out this guy Uh-oh. because he's such a, he's such a fan. He's such a fanboy. Is he right about Utley? Future Hall of Famer. I, 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 all he said was Dave Skopinich, who's a major manager at this He's a he's stage. a baseball guy. He knows uh, his baseball. Oh uh, uh, yeah, no, he doesn't. He's a <laughs> fanboy. Uh, you don't know baseball was his text to me. You know what? You don't know baseball. You don't know football. You don't know basketball. And we won't even get into. I'm just the other wondering, sport. what do you want a window seat or an aisle when we're taking the bus to Cooperstown? Because Dave's going to be there. Jack's going to be there. I'm there. I'll, we're all going. I'll drive. How's that? You're driving the bus. Yeah, I'll drive the bus. I just don't know what you have against Chase Utley. The guy's obviously a Hall of Famer. Well, actually, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. And uh, Because he was a little standoffish? I met him before he was on the Phillies at a golf tournament playing with the Phillies. Schmidt asked me to come out. When he was, was just drafted, like after UCLA? Yeah, he was a quiet guy, but that's okay. He told Jason Wirth not to talk to the media one time, and I heard it. What are you talking to those guys for? And then he became Mr. Nice Guy because now he needs us. Well, and you know and now he's now he's I'm doing not judge, stuff I'm not going to use now. that. So you know, I don't care about that. Seventh most home runs ever for a second baseman. A second baseman. I don't care. He played in a he played in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. This ballpark. They didn't even. I mean, the right field. They. You know what the alley was? The, the distance for the alleys in right field. Because they didn't put a number up there because they had the scoreboard there. It was 347. 347 for the alley uh, in right field? Are you kidding me? It is a joke. It's a little league, It was a little league ballpark. You know, a beautiful ballpark. But the distances were little league. So I don't want to hear about his home runs, okay? I don't want to hear about his home runs. Because that is irrelevant. What do you want to hear about then? Not home runs, then what? I want to hear, did he have a good long career? I mean, his career wasn't four years. Uh, he, what did he hit? Would you say he hit two seventy or something? Two seventy five. Like, okay, and he had two hundred and some home runs. All right, let's in a little band box. I'll call Joe Morgan a Hall of Famer. Absolutely, hit two seventy one. Utley's better. Yeah, well, wait a 
but Joe Morgan was part of many world championships, right? Three, was it three? Yeah, he was part of the Big Red Machine, one of the great okay. teams of all time. Okay. Yeah, and he, was a great, he was a great, I'm not saying Joe was, Morgan's not. he was a better defensive second baseman. Uh, I'm telling you, I watch this guy every day. I, I stop. It, 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 you, know, you look at second base, higher slugging than Joe Morgan. You know, I, stop, just I'm getting a headache. Extra base hits are there. I mean, I'm just getting... It's all there. Text, I'm getting a headache from text messages. Just wait. We got you know what we got to do we got to archive this hour we're gonna play it on the ride up to Cooperstown everyone can hear you know, and, and all these people texting me now <laughs> it's just they're all fans you can't be a fan. I want somebody special Chase Utley was a very well, good then in ball. your Hall of Fame it's very... gonna be boring no one goes in no let's just no. wait wait who, all right. Let's just wait no, for Mike No, I got in. Mickey Mantle, Babe Ruth, Lou Garrick. I got yeah, all those guys. There's a lot of players that, that, that only to only allow a few handful in. Like, we got to open it up a little bit besides Mickey Mantle. No. What do you mean, no? no? There's other guys that, that have gotten in that are really good ball all players. Right, the, the players playing now. Who's, hey, well, first of all, why is Don Sutton in? I, I didn't vote for Don Sutton. What do you I want know, me to tell That's you? another guy that shouldn't be in. Uh, all right, maybe we remove Don Sutton we put Chase Sutton in. Deal? Why is Phil Rizzuto in? Because uh, he people thought he was funny. I yeah, don't know. great. Well, he played on a great team. But the idiots used to vote back in the day. They're a little bit smarter now, and they'll vote Chase Utley in. in yeah, a I'm going to go to another sport. <laughs> Eli Manning is not a Hall of Famer. He won right? two Super Bowls. His team, his defense was just. I understand. Off. They only scored. But what is the Hall of Fame? Points. Is it about the best numbers? Yeah, but, or is but it about... here's the thing. You know why he's going to get in? Played in New York. I'm going to give you three reasons. Beat Tom Brady twice. It's a big deal. Uh, okay, that's great. Uh, I, I, I'm happy for him. I'm overjoyed for him. It, people from the Hall of Fame told me they don't think he's a Hall of Famer. Well, they don't vote him in. Wait a minute. He had more losing seasons than winning seasons. He had a 500 record for his career. For his career. You remember, a broken clock's right twice a day. So he won two Super Bowls. Great. But he'll get in because played in New York. He's got the right last name. You know, that the whole, the holy he's fa- famous. The holy family <laughs> of football. They are the holy family. Uh, and now he's on TV, and he's actually got a personality. Yeah. Okay. But Sheila should not get in the And that's life. fine. That'll be another one. But isn't the Hall of Fame supposed to happens. tell the story of the sport? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, obviously. What story are we telling with Chase Sutley? Championship, 2008. One. And he was great. And the next year in the World Series, he had a million home runs against the Yankees. I know they lost that series, but he was great in that series. You know, he had a short shelf life. Just like your guy, Sandy Koufax. Sandy Koufax. Let's take Sandy out. He was the most dominant pitcher. I think, I, I didn't see Warren Spahn, but he's... For five years. Sandy Koufax. Five years. Was, then it was over. Uh, doesn't matter. He was so dominant. I, I'm just saying, so, just like Utley, dominant uh, second baseman, then uh, it kind of... He wasn't dominant. Oh, he was the best second baseman in baseball for five years. Right. You guys. know that. All right. You guys. Howard, just, we'll talk on did Thursday. Did get mad at me with a text message here? Should have. I mean, he, uh, yeah, he gets it. He knows. Baseball guy. <laughs> All right. Eli is a Hall of Famer. We said, bleep, bleep. Eli is a Hall of Famer. <laughs> you, you know what? Just tell us. You want the aisle or you want the window on the bus ride? That's all I'm I need to know. I'm driving the we bus. We are booking the bus. Okay. If he makes it to the Hall of Fame, I will drive the bus. Okay. <laughs> Everyone buy your tickets. Howard's driving us up to Cooperstown. I can't wait. Dave Scobin has told me we need to have an intervention. <laughs> I think we do. That's what I was trying to do here. All right. I want it special. Damn it. <laughs> and the Hall of Fame is going to be empty if you want special. You got to you know have a what? notch below. No, it'll be special. Because It'll there be still Trout, are a lot of special. Mike Trout all by himself in a wing there'll, without winners. No, there'll be, a lot of, there'll be a lot of special people in there. Because we have now Arenado will get in there. Yeah, he'll uh, get in. Tr- Trout will get in. Yeah. There's pitchers that'll get in. DeGrom, uh, you want him in? He's like Koufax. 
Always hurt. Because he'll, but yeah. he'll pitch quite a while. Yeah, he's yeah. a great pitcher. Okay. Scherzer will probably Scherzer's obviously a Hall yeah. of Famer. Utley, yeah, all yeah. these guys. Yeah. Put them all in. <laughs> Don't put Utley. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. All right, I've said my piece. We'll, we'll debate about this for the next few years. How you are, guys are... I mean, we clueless, just know clueless that you're clueless. We know Hall of Famers when we see him. You ready for Andre Iguodala's uh, Andre Iguodala's in, induction into the into the basketball? You no, know, I'd have to look at him further. Hall He's had such a long career, and he was an part NBA. of a dynasty. Yeah, yeah, he'll go to the Hall of Fame too. I like Andre. I like it. So he's in. No, but I, but I have to look at his numbers okay. first. <laughs> All right, Howard. We'll talk on Thursday. We'll get ready for an NFC Championship game. You go watch some Utley highlights and oh refresh my God, yourself. I might drive off refresh the road Refresh your mind. Utley Hall of Fame. We've got a lot to talk oh. about on Sports Radio 94 WIP.